0: Hi friends welcome to the Bible Project daily podcast and we're in part 177 which is episode 246 overall on this amazing journey chapter by chapter verse by verse through Lord willing the whole Bible and today we're closing off Genesis chapter 22 really thinking about the descendants of Abraham that's how this passage is closed off after the dramatic events of Abraham offering his son his only son Essentially is a sacrifice and God intervening and providing another sacrifice. But I'm going to begin by just reading this final passage straight out for you, which is in a sense just a list of names, but it has significance. So I'll begin in verse 20 to 24. Sometimes later Abraham was told Milcah is also a mother. She has borne sons to your brother Nahor, Uz, the firstborn, Buzz his brother, Kemel the father of Aram, Kessed, Hazo, Pildash, Jildpla, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. Milcah bore these eight sons to Abraham's brother Nahor. His concubine, whose name was Remuah, also had sons Tiba, Gahim, Tahash, and Machah. Now you may remember when I closed off last time I finished by mentioning the fact that there are four different types of descendants of Abraham. Now the first of those who are the natural physical descendants of Abraham in other words you could be a descendant of Abraham by just being born Jewish. The second type of descendant is the natural physical yes specially chosen offspring of Abraham and the third type is the promised descendant of Abraham who also has faith in the Messiah. So these are the descendants who are both physically and spiritually descendants of Abraham. Or there is of course the fourth type which is if if you're a person who has faith in Jesus Christ the Messiah without being of Jewish heritage. So that means that you are a spiritual descendant of Abraham and that's how most people become part of the family of God. Gentiles the Bible calls them and that's for most of us listening to this I would imagine that's us folks and that's how we got in. The fourth seed is anyone in which who has put faith in Jesus Christ and that is all spelled out for us both in the foretelling in the Old Testament and the exposition of the New Testament and the words of Jesus himself. It spells that all out for us. Now these final verses here of Genesis chapter 22, it just appears to be a whole bunch of names beginning at verse 30 and going through to the end of the chapter. And in it we're told about this whole line of Abraham's relatives and descendants who follow on. Now let me tell you what this passage means without going through those names again. Basically it tells us that Abraham had two brothers now, Heron died early in the story and the second was a guy named Nabar who had 12 sons. Sons and he also had uh, some daughters. In verse 23, it tells us Bethuel begat Rebekah. Now, that's what we know very basically in those closing verses. One of his relatives had a daughter named Rebecca, and we shall see that she reappears as we continue our studies through the book of Genesis. She is the one who becomes Isaac's wife. So God is going to fulfill his promise that Abraham is going to have a large number of his descendants through Isaac and the passage ends by actually telling us how he is physically going to do it. You see God has already picked out a wife for Isaac. By the way there are only two people in the Bible for whom God picked out a wife. Eve in the sense I suppose that she had no other option and Isaac as mentioned here. That's it. So other than that, what that tells me is the Bible says that you can marry whoever you want. The only requirement is that if you're a believer is that they also know the Lord. And that's fine for us in Corinthians 7 verse 39 by the way if you're interested. The only restriction if you're a Christian is that you marry another Christian. That's all it says but other than that, good luck. Now, let me just add, you still need to be wise and careful. And the Bible said you should be wise in seeking a wife or a husband. So while you have the freedom to marry everybody, not everybody is going to be good for you. Not everybody will do or be a good fit for you. So make sure the person that you plan to marry, he or she, is a good fit. All right, let me sum this up and make some final observations. The sum of this chapter, this closing section, is really simple. We have seen how God tested Abraham by giving him a command and how Abraham immediately and completely obeyed. He believed God, but he was also prepared to act on it. And because of that, God blessed him and blessed his future generations because of that demonstration of faith. So in short what that tells me is that when believers pass the testing times of life they may indeed be God's test and by trusting and obeying in him God will abundantly bless us. When you resist being obedient to God you are always going to lose out friends. The last point I want to make is that God blesses obedient believers. Now I need to explain what exactly that means. He tests us sometimes by giving us something to obey and when we do he blesses us. But in what way does he bless us? That's the point of this passage. It's his test to see if he will obey and when he does demonstrate how he will be blessed. Every time Abraham made a sacrifice for God the Lord responded by giving him something better in some way. If we think about the big tests and trials that Abraham faced, 1. He was asked to leave his homeland, yet God gave him a new one. 2. Abraham left his extended family, yet God gave him a much, much larger family. 3. Abraham offered the best of the land to Lot, yet Lot gave him even more land in the end. 4. Abraham gave up the king of Sodom's, reward financial reward and God yet still gave him more wealth. 5. Abraham gave over Ishmael his first child by the slave girl Hagar. He handed their future over to God and God made Ishmael the father of a second multitudinous nation who could trace their lineage back to Abraham. 6. Abraham was willing to give up Isaac and God allowed him to live and through him gave Abraham numerous descendants by that same lad. In each case, God gave Abraham a deeper relationship with himself, as well as on some occasions material prosperity. Now God does not necessarily promise Christians greater physical or material blessings, like some of the money preachers claim, but he does promise that whenever we make a sacrifice for him, he will always always reward us with a deeper and better relationship with him and for that reason friends we should not be afraid to make personal sacrifices to the Lord. The test of Abraham's faith is the climax of Abraham's personal history in the book of Genesis. This is the last major incident recorded in his life and it's all about witnessing how he has learned to obey and how God has blessed him. And that is why, that is why he is a great example of the father of the faith of all people in the scriptures. God today will sometimes test us. He we, Sometimes we'll have to go through trials. He may test us to see if we trust him more. And when we do so, we too will receive a blessing. The very least, the very least we will get out of a time of testing is a closer and deeper relationship with him and isn't it worth it for that alone? okay there we go we've closed out chapter 22 we'll pick up uh, the text in 23 which deals well it actually deals with the death of Sarah and maybe we can learn something about how we might face the prospect of the death of a loved one i hope so so we'll pick that up next time Quick reminder, text of everything I say is always available in any audio version of the podcast. But that's it for today. I hope to see you right back here tomorrow on the Daily Bible Project podcast. But thanks for joining me. Bye bye for now.